You're listening to the Get Peel Podcast, a space for life enthusiasts to get inspired, learn through others about fitness, business, relationships, and life itself. I'm your host, Hannah Eden, a fitness entrepreneur that has an obsession with sweating and a burning desire to share and inspire others with the lessons I've learned through fitness. Welcome back to the Get Peel Podcast, myself, Hannah Eden, and today I have a very special guest that I'm excited. Extremely excited to introduce you all. Everybody, with no further ado, I have Miss Erin Fury here today. We are in Austin, Texas, and before I go ahead and give her the stage, I just want to give you guys a little bit of a background story. I did some creeping hardcore on your website, as well as your social media. This chick is a force. We've actually connected before in a previous life in Florida, mm-hmm. uh, and now we're here in Austin, Texas, and it's been incredible. She actually rubbed me down not too long ago, has some really strong fingers, and is a incredible person when it comes to creating a new modality for yourself within an existing space. So, steel mace yoga. Right. This is the shit. Tell these guys a little bit well, about it. Well, I have it. to correct you on my name because a lot of people think my name is Fury, which <gasps> I am half the Fury, but I am. It actually is pronounced Furry with two R's. Is it really? Yep. So, I'm so sorry about <laughs> that. Okay, no, no, no. I take that but back. I, have, I too have dual alter ego. So, you can call me Fury, call me Furry. I just tell people don't make me drop the R. It becomes the fury. Oh, yeah, fury. yeah, yeah. So I have both modalities. Usually I like when that. I pick up the still mace, I'm fury. Yeah. You know, and then with massage, it's furry with a little bit I of I like fury. that. <laughs> a little bit of both. You've got some strong fingers, let me tell you that. So this chick is incredible. She does so many things, and we're going to get into this. But as far as like the layout of these podcasts or these conversations that we try and capture, we always try and touch on three different things, right? Okay. And the, where the conversation goes, we let it go, we chit chat. Uh, one being personal, and we'll start there. Next being business, and then the third one being relationships, right? So as far as personal life, like I know I can go online and look on your website and look at what you've done and see what you're, where you're at. But really, like on a personal level, people could do that on my website, but they really don't get to know right. me, right? right? So tell me about yourself. Obviously, we know that you're in the fitness space now, but rewind to the beginning of that story as to like how you got into it um, and kind of... I know it's a lo- loaded question, but from that point to now, tell me about it. All right. Well, one thing I feel like I could write a book on, like, where I came from to where I am now, because, you know, I, I used to be a little hoodlum. I was, like, started getting into trouble when I was really, really, really young. And so I got a lot of trouble in a very early young age, and I just learned a lot. And, you know, I just got in the wrong people, and I was yeah. doing drugs and alcohol, and I was just, like, you know, I just had a lot of loss in my life, and... And I straightened myself up, and there was little ups and downs or whatever, but it wasn't until I really just found what I'm passionate about. Um, So yoga was the first thing that I got into. I've always been really intrigued in kinesiology and anatomy of the body. And so since I was in dance, because I was started at dance when I was four, and I was a ballet dancer. I was at one point. Cool. It was like my favorite. I did all the dances. I did the tap. Me too. And the jazz. Yeah. In England, we called it (laughs) modern. In gymnastics, I was like, I did flips and all the shit. That's right. um, Can you do that now? (laughs) Uh, I haven't tried in a while. I can dope, do it on right? the trampoline. I can do all kinds of flips That's on the trampoline. Amazing. But anyways, um, so I think when I found yoga, it really connected me to my creative outlet of dance, you know. So I feel like my creative outlet is is movement. Yeah. And so And then it also just kind of connected me to my spiritual path because when I met my husband, I was started to become like into shamanism and on the spiritual path. So it all kind of came hand in hand. I knew that I wanted to be into something physical, whether it be yoga or fitness training, and I just chose yoga first. Okay. Yeah. It kind of gave you something personally, and then you could also mm-hmm. a, a space that you could 
Were you a teacher at that time, or you so, were just yeah, doing it? So yeah, I became it? a teacher. Cool. Yeah, so I, I, you know, I practiced for a couple of years. It wasn't very, very long until I decided to become a teacher. And I had the coolest jobs too. I was a zipline tour guide before. That's then. so rad. Where? <laughs> and um, Lake Travis Zipline Adventures cool. on Lake Travis here, which you should go visit. Yeah. Next time you're here, but um, and then kind of also, I was like the shyest person ever because of all the things I've been through, like. I was just very shy to talk to people, so really? that helped me open up, given safety, you yep. know, yep. Yep. <laughs> and, and guiding tours, and I was a photographer for, like, sports teams, and then, um, you know, Dude, so, you did it when, all. Yeah, I love so, it. <laughs> so, and I went to school for photography for a little while. Me but, too. Awesome. There's so many similarities there. I love it. <laughs> but with photography, I wanted to be more creative versus portraits and stuff, mm -hmm, and it's mm -hmm. really hard in the world in photography yep. to, to be successful in that way. So. Yeah. Um, so yoga, um, you know, I went through yoga school and, you know, I just jumped right into it and got a job, you know, Black Swan Yoga the first I could. And, you know, I just grew confidence after teaching over and over again. Yeah. And now I've gotten to the point where I can write a class in five less than five minutes in my That's head awesome. and just do it and change it. And, and so I have all of it up here, but it, um, I love sequencing and I love finding a peak pose and just... You know, I love just having some kind of focus area for every class. Yeah. But my classes are extremely fiery. But, um, so Black Swan Yoga. Fury. Fury. Wow. They're so furious fire. I love it. I do my Fury Fire Fridays. That's a so thing. That's tomorrow, yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> I love it. Um, so, uh, Black Swan Yoga on it brought up Black Swan Yoga. Um, oh, and, and before that, I, I went next into massage therapy. Okay. And so that was literally one of the hardest things I've ever done in my life is go, I had two jobs. I worked, and I also cleaned one of the yoga studios, and I went to massage school, and half the time that you're supposed to. So it's either mm -hmm. a year or half a year for 500 hours. And so wow. I would go, yeah. Just to crush I it out. I was just like, I would even barely get any sleep, but I just crushed it out. And before that, I was like waiting tables and bartending. And I was yep. like, what am I supposed to do with my life? So yep. it wasn't until I found like my, what I'm passionate about that everything just started to escalate, manifest, and explode. So yeah. one thing led to another. Um, so yeah, I went to massage school and, um, instead of working in a spa, I started just doing delivery massage and then I just opened up my own, my own thing called Luminous Heart Wellness. Love that. Love that. And you know, it just consists of massage, yoga, and then also after I learned fitness training, I included that in there as well. So, you know, that led me to On It, where I met Isik and uh, fell in love with the still maze. Yeah. Was that your first experience with like, you know, No, actually my tool? first class with Eric was Eric Leha. Really? Yeah. I love that. I love that. <laughs> and you guys Oh, have, and have I want to call him out because um, I was supposed to start trading massage for training. Oh, really? And he didn't show up for his massage. <laughs> yeah. Eric, so then, come on, man. Then I met the other Eric. <laughs> Eric. Um, Isik and you know he took me up on the offer and he took me under his wing and he just trained me and he has so much knowledge in everything in all of his ninja shit too I'm like teach me what you yeah, know yeah like, and just to give you a little bit of a background story on that Isik is a straight up ninja if you guys have ever heard of the modality Viking Ninja he is the founder creator and the man when it comes to a mace nunchucks all the coolest things and is a practitioner and that's something mm -hmm. that I hold pride, hold pride in, you should as well, is that this this circle of individuals that we surround ourselves with in the fitness industry, everyone's a practitioner. Um, kind of no bullshit, right? It's like you can see see through that nowadays, and, and I think that's really cool. So give us a little bit of a background on the Viking Ninja so that it can make sense cool. to people that don't really know. Yeah, so I, when I started working, I started working on it teaching durability, which is very similar to yoga. It's like movement therapy, um, and it's just really knowledgeable about all those things, and you know, um, we started doing the soulmate certifications together through on it. So we traveled around yeah. and we became really good working together with that. 
And then it was somebody just called him a Viking ninja. And he actually is Viking and ninja because he's Mongolian and Norwegian. That's so, so he's got cool. both the Viking it, and the ninja. It, it makes sense. <clears throat> and the Viking part is the still mace and the body weight is the ninja part, you know. Um, but no, we started it on it. He started just his own brand. And so we started doing Viking ninja shit. So I started getting into Viking ninja women and bringing yeah. women in yeah. to do all this stuff. And so we'd have like little workshop, nunchucks, bow staff. Still maze, boxing. He taught yep. me boxing. He taught me how to hold pads. So I could like so cool. um, comfortably hold pads for anybody. Teach That's somebody rad. boxing. He has a whole like ninja viking striking system. Cool. And so him and I can work without speaking. You know, I yep. just can see his body language and I know it's a hit. You know? the, the synergy between you guys is mm-hmm. pretty, pretty right. Bad. And, and I read just, that on your website too. It's like you guys met and bonded on. And like I think those human connections are also right. super important. Yeah, I think it's the warrior spirit, I think, yeah. that like, you know, really intrigued me about him. But he's intense, dude. He thought, I'm a very emotional person. He really taught me how to like take emotion away from training because mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. do boxing and I get really like emotional about it. Yeah. Everybody, everybody I know <laughs> on it, he start yelling at me because he's crazy like that. He, yeah. He's really intense. And what's what I really respect about him is that. He respected me enough to take it so seriously that right. he would take training with me yep. very seriously. Yep. And, I, and I would like anybody would love that for that kind of Absolutely. training. Absolutely. Right? And that's like almost like a mentor, you know. It's like a, your coach, right? It's right. like everyone needs a coach he's, it's, uh, he's for physical. Sensei. I'm like, yes, sensei. Yeah, yes, sensei. <laughs> but honestly, though, the, the physical, the skill set, but the, the mental fortitude and yep. the mental mm-hmm. game when it comes to um, any kind of physical movement is so important. Uh, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. So, you know, I love Viking Ninja really connects to like our martial arts, you know, yep. and it's like you said, the mindful, the really mindful 100%. and even to a spiritual level, it brings us to that. But he toughened me up, man. You know, like that. he would yell at me, make me cry. And then like, love myself. you. Yeah. It's like if Paolo was known as a sour patch coach. It's like, first he's sour, <laughs> but then he's sweet. So don't worry. Like, it's going to be all right. They probably hold similarities there. And um, actually... Isaac held a cert at Pumpfit Club. Yeah, Viking Ninja. So, yeah, so once we left on it, we just started doing Viking Ninja shit. He's the one that actually inspired me. He's like, Aaron, you should do Still Mace Yoga. I'm like, oh, I should do that, you know? I'm I like, that. okay, all right, all right. And then my brain started going to gears. But, um, yeah, my Viking Ninja thing, um, I am the master coach. I am now the director of education for that. Awesome. So I'm training all the trainers and getting them ready for the certifications. And Very cool. I'm teaching a body weight prep, prep course um, online tomorrow. But we're going to start having like certifications um, in person. That's awesome. In June. So, so I'm excited, excited that's starting to uh, kick back up again. But I've been doing that for like four or five years with him. That's just awesome. Just ninja shit. And what's funny is that whenever we came here to Austin, we're working on a project right now and it's intense, right? So... One of our mutual friends is like, you should try getting a massage. Like, there's this one chick that her name's Erin. She does really good, but she's the only girl that like gets in there. And I'm like, all right, cool. Didn't put two and two together till I show up to right. my house. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? It's you? I didn't know that you did massage. I would never put them together because I've just always looked at you as this like strong female that has created your own world, and I love that. Right. And to lay on your table, I gotta hi- I gotta give you props, man. Like, you're a 100% an all-round entrepreneur. That is probably one of the hardest workers I've ever met. Uh, you're you're a savage. You don't Thank you. stop. Thank you. Well, I think the, the the secret to that is when you find something like you you should yeah. know this. When you find something you love, you can just work all day and it doesn't feel like work. You yeah, because I, I do work my ass off. I do. But I also want to say that I you know I did put my body through a lot of shit. I used to overtrain, not listen to my body, take too many massages, not take enough time for myself. Yeah. And enough recovery, and you know I overdid it. My body was screaming, and so I learned that lesson. Of you know being able to say no yeah. and you know yeah. giving you myself some fun day, so that fun you, day. right? <laughs> but so that you can be the best 
for when you're on, right? Because if you burn right. out and you're tired yeah. and you're lagging and you feel it, then you can't provide other people your best work. Right, especially for massage therapists. If I have a body that's just torn up and I don't have energy, I'm not going to bring that. I'm not going to bring the same energy to you, and right. that's not fair to right. you. Right. And I have to say, dude, you're really good. Thank like, you. Like, we've had a lot of massages, and, and you're really good. I feel like when I do massage, and I don't do, like, at a spa where they do, like, seven in a row, and that's why you get one, you're like, what, that was a deep tissue massage? Yeah. Just, like, it was a rub Someone down. was tickle, tickling me. So, I think what makes mine different, and I only will do, like, two or three, four at the most, depending on how long a day, is because I put 110% yeah. in every one. I'm, like, yeah. sweating my ass yeah. out. One time, I even counted my calories. Did you really? <laughs> and that, what'd you do? It was like, whoa! It was, like, two hours, a two-hour massage. I'm like, oh, yeah. I wonder how many calories I'm yeah, just curious, but I think that's what sets me different, and it's just intuitive. I feel like I'm just kind of born to do it. I, I can see through my fingers in yep. people's bodies, yep. and even in school, um, I was like, oh, I feel the muscle melting, and my teacher was like, Erin, not a lot of people, people like search years for that, to oh, feel wow. that, and I was like, I don't know how you can't feel that. That could be that intuitive but, uh, energy, Yeah, girl. it's just intuitive, and um, I've learned more about intuition from having a feedback to a yep. person to work on, they're like, yep. yes, no, maybe so. But. So that was a question that I asked you <laughs> on the table, which was like, as a trainer, and a practitioner, right? Like we can feel what we're asking someone else to do. And as a masseuse, I was just so impressed with how you were able to get in all of these right spots and tell me this is what's about to happen. It's like, how do you practice this if you're not able to do it on yourself, right? Or like practice something over and over. And it was really cool that you said that. It's like, well, the people are, they're my, they're my, they give me the feedback. Exactly. They tell right. you exactly what's going on. So that's right. really And hard. then it's also just about working on bodies. So many bodies are very similar. Like, I know where the spots are, especially mm -hmm. depending mm -hmm. on what you do or whatever. Yep. And also, like, um, what um, Paula had said, he was like, you know, I had this massage therapist before, but I love what he did. He would, like, give his homework or tell you how to correct what you're doing yeah. every day. And so he would bring a skeleton out and show you what <laughs> right. was wrong. Because if you're awesome. like, oh, yeah, you're a rhomboid on the back. Is it? If you don't know anatomy, you're like, uh-huh, oh, no, really? <laughs> you don't understand what's wrong with your body, right? No, that's so true. And you did that really and good so, job with that And too. so I asked, you know, I was like, are, you know, with me, like, well, because my whole left side from uh, driving a stick shift all my life, the clutch, or, you know, or do you sleep on one side, or do you have, like, a screen that you look out constantly to the left, or mm -hmm. specific things that we try to figure out how they stand, or how they, you know, how they, what habits look they have. Look at me. There. You're probably like, what? like, oh, I can oh, yeah, see I, I remember all those on you. <laughs> No. <laughs> no, it's true. Then you're like, Paolo's QL needed me. And he, Paolo came out and was like, Erin told me that my QL needed her. Like, she could tell by just touching me. I, think I that's could tell awesome. by looking at mm -hmm. his back. Because mm -hmm. so shifted over. Yeah, I, what he didn't realize, I hope he doesn't mind me sharing, it's just the whole left side. Really? The whole left side. It's just... That's interesting. And I mean, he has been driving. Mm -hmm. Non-stop, mm -hmm. you know, on, in the tra trailer, so that could definitely be it. Totally. So personal, we talk about you, we talk about where you, kind of where you came from. When you were going through the rebellious stage of your life, what age was that at? So I started at 12 and 13. Okay. And I went to rehab when I was 17. And then you kind of... Then I like was sober for a couple of years, and then I kind of just kind of revisited some, you know. But yeah, and then around the age of um, 25, I guess it was like, yeah, a while back... <laughs> Um, I met my husband and we, I just, you know, shifted, shifted, into, a different shifted space. into, and then I found my passion. That's mainly what it was. It's just yeah. finding what and I, I want to do And I will say that there's so many people that are A, successful entrepreneurs, B, successful athletes that need that stimulation, uh, to replace like a other streak in their life that they once had that could have been filled. Right. Need support for sure. And I, I had that too, you know, like I say that the demons like within us, like I have dark streaks in within my soul that 
sometimes you don't really ever know why they're there or where they came from, but they're there, right? And right. if you're not in the right space and you don't channel that energy into a positive space, mm-hmm. it could be very easy to go into this other place that is totally. not good for you. So when you're able right. to find passion and something that can fill that void, I guess, um, I think that's really common, especially with people that pursue it as a career, A, and take it so seriously mm-hmm. that it's like becomes your life, you know? And it's like, once you get in so far and you've once been in such a dark place to get out and be in this space, it's like, I ain't fucking going back there, right? right? No, it was one of, one, of the, one of the hardest things I've done, you know? Yeah, But man. I had, you know, all the things to do it, leading with my heart, you know? Hence the name Luminous Heart Wellness, you know? I love that. Putting my whole love heart that. into everything. How do you meet your husband? Um, through friends and friends. Um, he also has got that warrior spirit because he's like Native American. And I love it. The- so when I went to your house, Aaron has beautiful art all over the house and your husband painted a few of those things yes, right? that was so yeah cool. so he also kind of introduced me to shamanism and kind of like ceremonial kind of stuff like that that's and, awesome yeah and really helped me tap into my spiritual self um which has always been there you right know, I just right had, you know even from the years prior it's like all these pieces just came and put, put everything together for you so let's talk about how you were able to take a passion and make it now into a, literally a certification so that now not only you can feel this incredible thing that you can apply to other people but you can teach other people to teach their tribe <laughs> right. that your way it's like right. what made you realize that that's what you wanted to do and how did you make that become a reality because we can all have ideas but having an idea mm-hmm. and making it come to realization is very different and it takes a lot of work man and you're still doing the massage and you're still doing this <laughs> and that and everything else it's like how do you have time to do all of this stuff you know right. No, I make time. And that's one excuse I've heard people say is like, I don't have enough time for this. Well, if you continue to say you don't have a time, you're not choosing to make time for it. But here's the thing. It's great. It's like I can take you and warm you up through mobility. I can take you through a hardcore workout, teach you bike and ninja shit. Then I can cool you down, stretch you out, do some yoga, and then I can give you a massage at the end. So all of it kind of... All of it. It it And our minds together and... And, you know, one thing just led to the next thing. So that's how, um, you know, yoga led to massage and then led to still mace, bike and ninja shit, and then still mace yoga. So what still mace yoga um, combines is all the things that I know, really. And um, you love. Is mobility and decompression, yoga, and then the still mace. And you have to have all parts of those. It's not just pick up a mace and do some mace mm-hmm. yoga. Mm-hmm. You have to get warmed up. You have to learn how to do the poses in I break them down with like, you know, the still mace yoga poses and then the body weight poses to match them. So it's just pretty much doing the same things without the still mace, but okay. creating the stillability and mm-hmm. things. And so once the idea of still mace yoga came, you know, into my head, my like my gears started working, ooh. And um, I it just became like a creative explosion of like it just nonstop, nonstop. And I still to this day am coming up with new creative things, but it, it's like, I'm going to have to create, you know, several different certifications and levels to this because it is so complex. And that's so exciting then. That's evolution of what you created. And like, you have to be so proud of that, I'm dude. so proud. It's so and bro, rad. It's like, and you know, I always like to, because uh, I've said another podcast before and my mom has been in such a, a big influence in my, in my life, giving me knowledge and books that I need to learn. But Relationships, the power, I can't wait to get But there. the power of manifestation mm-hmm. and like creating things that you want on your in your life and Absolutely. Then getting it in an, on a silver foot and yeah. on a silver powder, you know, like, and so I really literally did create everything I wanted in my life and more through creative visualization and just, you know, manifesting those things. But not without a lot of really hard work and, you know, one step at a time, but it really has 
since the time that I did find my passion just, just, you know, exploded and just gone fast forward um, into one thing the next. But I think Somi Shoka has been my biggest, you know, my biggest baby because I have created the whole curriculum. I made it up. Right. It's you know, yours, I didn't just man. take, yeah, I yeah. didn't just take like, and so I took like what I know from the things I did and created and combined it into um, a system that right. works and right. a, that you can build on mm-hmm. and break down, regress and progress and, you know, start with beginners and then get really advanced. And um, so this year I'm excited because I finally had to get my 500 hour yoga certification. Yep. To be able to teach and certify education to teach people to teach so much. 500 hours. <laughs> I guess that's, that's a lot of time, man. It's a lot of time. It's a lot of dedication. Mm-hmm. All in pursuit of this one goal. Right. Man. And so it's taken a long time because the COVID happened and then we had to do it all on Zoom. But um, that's the biggest thing right now is um, <clears throat> still make yoga teaching certifications because that's how it's going to explode and get right. out to the world is right. people actually being able to teach it. Teach so it's others. been a slow process. But, you know, I, people really have, like, grabbed onto the idea. I just really want to promote it and people to teach it and to to spread. And I need a big team to do that. And I did have a team before, and everybody went their own way. And so now I'm teaming, I'm teaming up with TACFIT, which is, cool. um, you know, cool. um, E6 Roots. Um, so partnering with them so I can have, like, a whole team of marketing team. Because, girl, I don't have time to do all that shit on my uh, own. I'm already running yeah. one business. Yep. And so... I'm doing the best I can to run Soulmate Shoga on my own, but, you know, I didn't go to school for business, and I don't end marketing, you know, and so I do the best I can to market myself, but, you know, I need some help. I feel you, girl. <laughs> we have a saying that is so far gone, and that it needs to come back, stat, which is, at the beginning, it was like, stay in your lane, man, like, do what you're good at, and run with it. Mm-hmm. Don't try and cross over and go into all these other lanes, like, right. stay focused on this one thing. Right. And over the years, as you start to evolve and, you know, growth happens, which is great, you're like, oh, maybe I can, like, be the marketing person for this. Oh, maybe I can figure out how to create a website. You're like, eh, what else can I do? And now you get to a place where you're like, fuck, this is not why I'm here. This is not what I'm good at. I'm sitting in front of a computer for 20 hours rather than actually moving my body. Where am I going? So I think that's so smart. And I wish that we had this conversation three years ago, so I would listen to that, um, but no, that's so smart, and their expertise, let them be good at what they're good at, right. you're great at what you're right. at, and that's the way to go. I'm laughing, because it's just so true. It is, right? Because you've done it too. Like. Dude, oh my god, all the time, but and you've you got to stay in lane. Right, right, well now we have professionals for that. Right, right, We're exactly. professional athletes. I think it's, a, it's like a stage of evolution too, you know, whenever you have an idea, and it's not really become a thing yet, it's like hard to have someone else see your vision until it's real right? right so that is something that I've always recognized is like no one else is going to do it for you but you and you know exactly what you want to do but now you, you're here when did you launch the certification because I saw it's already available on, on, online well so I um so during COVID I did my own by myself and my <laughs> do you I'm pointing by the way if you're, um, not, if you're not watching I, you should but I, listen to this I stuff. filmed my own um online video training it's a um it's like in detail certification prep course that okay. is required to take and so I filmed it and I'm not a big editor but I learned how to like through practice, added all the videos, put music, put little for it. Like I did the whole thing and launched it. Um, there isn't a specific date yet because I'm waiting for the partnership to happen cool. to tap with TACFIT. And once that happens, we can start setting dates of certifications. Maybe the first one will be online. Maybe by that time it can be in person. That would be rad, um, right? But you know, hopefully this year um, for sure. But 
certification prep course. I'm very um, proud of myself for doing awesome, all that man. work. By oh, congratulations. But, yeah, and if anybody, it's that's just very detailed. Um, and, and so anybody that wants to teach can learn a little bit and prepare themselves for the certification when it comes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's a great thing as well because I think even looking at like other sets that I've taken in the past, you go for the weekend, you learn what you can learn, you go home, you have an exam, then you've got, or you have to study, it's like, whoa, I'm, or you I'm don't actually, retain it, right? Right, no, I'm actually doing, and that's one thing that happened with massage school, is like, I should have done the year, because that half the time, I'm like, half of it. Yes. But so I'm doing fast. a one-on-one -on -one right now, um, just a certification with a person, so we're cool. doing it in like, you know, just a little Zoom. But what you said, it was like, it's so much information that you yeah. learn, you're going to learn over three days. And it's like, you know, now I have to figure out how to cut it down to less information, you know, so that people can absorb it. I it's think a hard prep, thing to do. I think the prep yeah. thing is the way to go. Yeah, that's for sure. so genius. And yeah. I would never have gone there. So that's really freaking cool that you did that. Really yeah, cool. Thank you. And you have your whole website design. Everything is up and running. Do you have a team of people that help you with that or you do all that yourself? <clears throat> I have one person, the one that like did both of my logos and did my, my pants, my yoga pants. Which I was gifted shirts. a pair and I can't She's wait amazing. to wear. She's like, you know, my, my, my designer. My I love that. Designer. So Her let's show. talk about the purple. I wanted to ask you before, okay. but I want to know about it. Purple everything. If you can't see purple eyeshadow, purple hair, as well as blonde, purple shirt, purple nails, purple toes. Just, I love purple. Purple's one of my favorite colors too. But where's the purple come from? Is there a story behind it? Well, first of all, purple is the highest vibrational color that there is. But it love does that. come from, <clears throat> purple is one of my favorite colors. Um, also, um, Luminous Heart is um, turquoise. Still Me Shoga is all purple. It's, you know, different shades of purple. But it's like, the Still Me Shoga is the purple of my shirt. So the logo is my favorite color purple. I love that. And so, and I do my hair different colors. Like, usually I do it burgundy. Um, and <clears throat> I just haven't done purple in like 10 years. I and love so it. I just went on this purple freak out after I got my hair purple. I'm like, oh, I have these sunglasses to match. I'm going to get my nails purple. I'm going to put my purple eyeshadow. Like, I have all this purple. You're going to commit to it, girl. Do it. I'm listening to the purple music. Start wearing purple songs. I love it. stuck I love in my it. head. So. That's it. That is a song. Tell me people. What is it? What is the song? Start wearing purple by Gorgo Bordello or something. Oh, man. Now I can't remember the beat. I was going to say Start sing it. Start wearing purple, wearing purple. I Start wearing I need purple to listen to for it. me now. Oh. <laughs> I still don't know the song, but I feel like I could be your hype girl if you ever need one, all right? There's, I'm sure there's a couple of purple songs. Anyways, I, yeah, I don't I'm, know not, I I'm not one. like so obsessed, but right now I am kind of obsessed. I really like purple. It's making me go, oh, maybe I should put like purple dye in my hair. <laughs> no, don't do it again. Don't do it again. But the great thing about it, it'll wash out to like lavender yeah. and stuff. That's true. So, yeah, That's so. true. When red, red, red oh. oh. It's like You're orange, <laughs> like, oh. Did you have to wash your hair in like super cold water? Just cold like, showers, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cold showers. I would just wash so my hair long. and then turn it right back hot. Yeah. <laughs> or I go like this and my yeah. back bend is so <laughs> legit. It's crazy. Or I would get so good at washing my hair in the sink. face. No. And it would just, yeah, bleed hair. But man, I'm so glad I don't yeah, have Yeah, I give you props for that red though. It looks so good. I love I'm your so hair glad that it's the... gone. It's almost there. It's almost so gone. You have to and that's a lot of it's a lot of upkeep, a lot of work. Start being a woman sometimes. Yeah, right. It really <laughs> is. But you know what? I realize that since the red's gone, the grays have come. I'm <gasps> oh, way too gray for yeah, being thirty. Yeah, you're too young for that. I know. And it's right on the front of my forehead. 
Like I have this big patch that comes out that's grey. It's so mm. annoying. I'm like, Mom. That's bullshit, dude. Did you? I go, Mom, were you grey young? She's like, oh yeah, honey. I had a forehead of hair, oh, uh, no. a grey hair at 30. I'm like, no. thanks for telling me. You're not going to let me know that? Oh my god, It's crazy. So we talked about you as yeah. a person. We talked about your business, which is absolutely incredible. I want to say also, um, but yeah, right now, like I'm killing it with massage. Like I'm making so much money yes. doing massage right now. But I yeah, bet. I mean, I bet. so business has been so good for me, even though with COVID, I manifested. Um, I, I actually, I don't know how your COVID was. I know that you're a gym, whatever, but I, you know, it wasn't too bad for me. I'm very blessed and happy and lucky um, that it wasn't, I didn't get really hit hard from it, you know? Mm -hmm. I, from a, was, a business standpoint? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's been a really tough year, man, for a lot of people. And it's, it's a weird space for us because we had both, you know, we had like, we call it a micro loss. I don't want to say it's a loss, right? But like we have micro loss from having to close the gym, but then also having a, a foot in the world in the virtual space has been hard. So like I can understand the pain that people have been going through, but then at the same time, if you are in certain industries or certain spaces, it, it was a very different year for, for a lot of people. Uh, there's definitely silver linings, right? That we can pull from everything, uh, from a personal standpoint, what would you take away from COVID as being like a personal? You know, <clears throat> it's like learning how to slow down and be by yourself and like do the things that you would like everybody slow the hell down and like do things that you're passionate about that you now you don't have to go to work. You don't do this now. Now what are you going to do with yourself? It's right. like now we have time to actually look inward and like do the things that we love or, you know, just go inward and explore and, you know, do yeah. things we don't have time to right. do. Right. Well, we pretend that we don't have time today because we can be so right. busy, right? Which also put me in a weird, awkward situation because I like to go, go, go. I'm like, you know, when mm -hmm. I slow down, I'm like, what am I supposed to do with myself? Or like, <laughs> I'm, I'm not doing enough. Yeah, yeah. So, so I think that's what I took away is like, slow the hell down and take a breather, rest, relax. Yeah. Enjoy it's yourself. Crazy. You know, take care of your body. Yeah, yeah. Or <laughs> like now you don't have an excuse to not do those things, yeah. right? Because all we all had was time. Right. Uh, and you would think that people would be more, like, working out more and doing more on COVID, but no, not me. <laughs> I, you worked I, the opposite? I, yeah, I worked out less. And even though I have a whole gym, my, you know, I, I don't know what it was. It's just Maybe that's a sign that that's what you needed to do. Took time for other things. Mm -hmm, yep, mm -hmm. good, my body I definitely took a, a step back on training as well. You know, it was more of a training when I wanted to, not because I felt like I needed to. Right. Big difference, totally. right? Yeah. Big difference. That's really crazy. It's a, it's a really interesting takeaway. And uh, we talked about your personal life. We talked yep. about your business. Now let's touch on your relationships. You said okay. something about your mom that I want to hear about. Yes. Your mom's your okay. homie. Yeah. My mom is like, you know, my favorite person in my whole life. Um, because, she, well, first of all, she gave me a lot of freedom when she wanted, she, when I was younger. And she feels very guilty. She thinks she's a terrible mother. But she's like the, the best. She's the best. She's like so inspirational to me. But, you know, she read so many books in her life because she was stuck at home and um, she ended up opening up a bookstore in Lano. She opened cool. up Juice Mamas in Lano. That's and she awesome. just started, um, but she also just gave me the information, the books, and the knowledge that I needed through my life at the perfect times for me to use um, through all my challenging journey that I was on. But also bailed me out so many times, and she was just always supportive and always there for me. And, you know, really close to a best friend to me. But she's a very inspirational person because she's That's so awesome, she's so intelligent and she's just, you know, helped me. We've helped each other on our spiritual path. And mm -hmm. so she's just been a huge influence in my life. And she's the coolest too. I would love she's to She's the coolest. Her. I you love know, it. I love books too. What's one of your favorite <laughs> books that your mom has suggested for you or that has helped you get through so, something? So, um, 
It's called Creative Visualization by Shakti Gawain. It's It taught me how to manifest everything I want in my life. I love In that. a simple way, but like it takes time and learning. But I mean, after I read that book, I, I feel like that's, you know, the life changer, the game changer for me. Just, and now let's go into that manifestation part, right? Because I think <laughs> we all think that we know what that means, but mm -hmm. I feel like you're on a different level than most. Right. Well, in the book, it teaches you, um, you have to really change your whole language, the way you think. And then how you speak and the energy you put out. Um, and that's a really hard thing for a lot of people because mm -hmm. we're so hard on ourselves. And the way we speak is like, for example, I'm trying, trying, trying to do this, trying to do that. Versus I am, I choose. And then owning that. But also bringing all the senses into it. Mm -hmm. So like imagining, and you can do, there's different um, ways that people can manifest and do their creative visualization. Whether it be vision boards or um, just even in the mind, going there experiencing that moment, whatever it is, at its fullest in every every single aspect and every part of your senses. So knowing what it feel like, what it would smell like, mm -hmm. who was there, mm -hmm. like every single part of your senses, um, bringing into it as if it has already happened. So mm -hmm. it's like already chosen, already done so, and it's already happened, started in the past. You know, it's, but it's, it's like it's, it's, it's real. And experiencing it mm -hmm. in that moment for what it is. And just, awesome. you know, and one of my mentors told me like, fake it till you make it. Which is weird to think of, but like actually it really helped me just to pretend and act as if. This like, is so crazy. Just <laughs> act as if I'm like a very confident and teaching yoga I've never done it before, but just pretending until it actually becomes true and you own it. And it just, it really starts by your thought process and the words that you speak. You'll catch yourself every time, but that book really helped me to retrain. And I still have to go back and retrain my brain. Yeah, of course, how of to, course. How to, how to be confident, how to speak well of myself right, and of others. Right, yeah. There's a, another book called Self-Compassion, mm -hmm. which is like just about being kind to yourself, right? It's like we are so hard on ourselves and, and ex externally as well as internally. And someone's battle on the inside could be even worse. But I think what you're saying is so interesting, right? Because uh, whenever I did that crazy thing in Iceland, um, which was a pretty wild feat, but there was like a rule on the team, which was like, we have to be really careful with how we speak. And I don't know if you've ever read, um, the art of resilience by Ross Edgley. Mm -mm. He did the same thing where he swam around the whole great, uh, great British cha uh, channel, which is, I think wow. over a thousand miles. I don't want to quote wow. it because I'm not sure exactly, but like the words that we use matter, right? So that it's like, no one could, when in Iceland, I'm like, no one can ask me how I'm feeling. Because if you're asking me how I'm feeling, it's suggesting that I'm not feeling good, right? Otherwise, right. you wouldn't ask, right. right? So that was a big thing for me. And no one else could tell me or say, like, I'm tired or I feel sore. Like, right. all of these external words, yeah. then I, I would go, oh, man, I'm tired too. Yeah, it's that's contagious, right? exactly how you 100%, are. <laughs> 100%. 100%. So it became a thing. And I remember yeah. having this moment of, like, holy shit, like, and then I started playing games myself, right, because we, re I've read a lot of books, I've always thought that this was true, it's something that I 100% believed in, but then I put it to a test when you're in your physical state, mm -hmm. right, like, I'm going to convince my brain that I'm not in pain, like, and I'm going to yeah. play with it, right, so I would do that so long in my head, tr try and convince myself I'm good, even though I'm not fucking good at all, I can <laughs> barely even walk, and I was fine, but then it's like, all right, now play a game, you've got eight to 10 hours alone on this bike, let's see what we can do for two of them. Tell yourself that your right ankle hurts. I'm like, fuck man, my right ankle really hurts. Guess what? My really? right ankle would hurt. That's crazy. Then That's you're like, it, it, but it's wild. It's and if you really are put into a space where you strip everything away and you test all of these theories that incredible authors have written about, these books that ex exist, like, it's not just words, man. 
but you don't get it until you've experienced it, right? You don't get it until you've tried it and really applied it to your own life. And it could go into fitness. It could go into absolutely any realm of your life. And I just think that's really cool because I didn't know that about right. you. Right. Um, Thank that, you. That, that's um, kind of yeah. how everything has come about. It's like you've yeah. had this idea, you manifested mm -hmm. it, you mm -hmm. visualized it. Right. And you, like you made it a re reality. Mm -hmm. It's true. It really and sometimes is. it's crazy, girls. Sometimes it's crazy. Sometimes it's like exactly how I pictured it. And that's fucking when you get and, there, and you're that's like, weird. And sometimes oh! you can't like, you know, can't rely on it being exact, but it's like almost experiencing deja vu mm -hmm. from, mm -hmm. ex from like, you know, yeah. having that, having that experience. That makes that, me go, whoa, like <laughs> what's going on here? I've done it. Like, yeah. yeah. I, I've, I've done it in that. my head before. Yeah. yeah. It's wild. It really, really is yeah. wild. And so glad we got to talk about that because yeah, that is too. a huge part of um, how I've, you know, have overcome all the challenges in my life to manifest my place, you know, and, and to think what I love. <laughs> Absolutely. And to think about that, right? Like I'm pretty sure anyone that's successful or have been able to make something, they did the same thing because they believed in it enough to make it a reality and they just didn't quit until it became a reality. Right. And I say that a lot and you can, you are exact evidence of that. Like you had this idea, you believed in it, you, you visualized it and you made it happen. And it, and I think that's so important that these guys can hear that because so many people go through, I can't do that at mm -hmm. all. That would be way too hard. Right? Or there's well, no way that's a reality or that's so far-fetched from well, where I'm at. what you're saying is true. <laughs> yeah, right? That's, there you go. Exactly. You say it, that's what's going to happen. We say it in the workouts. It's like, if you tell yourself this hurts, guess what? You're going to stop. If you tell yourself over and over and over again, I got this, I can do this. It's the same same thing. It's really is, it's amazing it's, how you can apply it to so many different things. It's powerful spaces. and it seems so simple, but it just takes, it takes practice mm -hmm. and doing it over and over mm -hmm. again. And it's frustrating because we are, we have these like, you know, things instilled in our minds that we constantly tell ourselves, you know, and so yeah. you have to yeah. retrain your whole brain how to do it, but you can do it too. <laughs> right, right. It's so true. So your mom's a big influence in your life. Your right. husband is a huge influence on your life. Yes. We talk about relationships all the time. Yeah. Um, your we, personal. And yeah. With my husband and I, um, we've been together for, I think, 12 years and we just got married um, two years ago. Congrats. One thing you should know about him is he... Um, he proposed to me in Kauai, Hawaii, on the Kalalau Trail, under a yeah. waterfall. No way. Like, on, swam out under, had the ring in his pocket, underneath the waterfall, I and I just guy. started bawling. He has it on a GoPro, too. <gasps> like, I should have my friends, and I he would really definitely just this. start crying. I mean, because we did everything in Hawaii. We went scuba diving, skydiving, rappelling down a waterfall, awesome. sunset cruise. That's we went amazing. camping, hiking, like, it, we did everything, and then, you know under a waterfall she well, said yes uh, he made that's a little, amazing he made a little like movie thing under a waterfall she said yes that's what it said <laughs> oh my gosh that's adorable that really so anyways, is amazing so anyways I just want to say that about him oh, because man, it is like that. movie magic like how that. he did that so. that's awesome and I didn't even I didn't even expect it at all you didn't nope well, 10 years in, you're probably like, I was like, oh, we don't we need, need to get, get married. married. No, yeah, exactly. like, you're, you're like, life partners. He waited till I was just like over it, I guess. <laughs> and then you're like, whoa, this is amazing. <laughs> Did you have a big wedding? Like, if I was really big, it was like pretty close, but we had, um, for the ceremony, we did like um, Hawaiian, like kind of ceremonial That's cool. things. That's cool. To bring, but we had fire dancing in. at my yeah. and a band and um, an aerialist and oh, that's awesome. it was all fun. Yeah, it was really fun. I live in the burner community, so my husband's been a Burning Man like eight times. Dude, that's pretty eight bad. Eight times. So we've never been together. But I've been to three. But yeah, it's like, you know, kind of burning burning man community of all the people. So they're all creative and Hell yeah. you know, and 
not a lot of them are into fitness, but they're a lot into like, you know. Spirituality. <laughs> Absolutely, dude. Well, they move their bodies. They do all the circuit stuff, mm -hmm, you know. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love that. But yeah, so we talked so, about yeah. your personal. We talked about yep. the business, right? Now your relationships. Okay, so who else? Um, Isik and Viking Ninja. My yeah. relationship with that is really like, you know, built me to be the ninja. Absolutely. That I am. And what I was going to say is that relationships, all of these three things matter, right? Mm -hmm. You as an individual that you're feeling fulfilled personally so that you can show up for people in business. But one thing that I felt in my short career is that my relationships would suffer if I prioritize either to make sure that I felt good or my business was good. And it was really hard to keep these three bowls or cups or whatever with something in it. Or two would be fucking overflowing, one would be like really? on red, yeah. you know, like right. that was a really hard thing for me to figure out. Mm -hmm. And it probably didn't happen until like a couple years ago of like setting boundaries, you know? Um, but I think this is valuable for someone that's as, as busy as you are, that has so much passion, that is pursuing all of these things. Like how are you able to maintain relationships <laughs> or what, what tips do you give or what do you do for that? Well, like I said, I don't put too much water in one bowl. You know, mm -hmm. I really do is try to split it out. And so also, you know, I, I can work really hard, but I also can balance myself out and have just as much fun as I work. And I really mm -hmm. do. And I have been able to find that balance, you know, and, and, and not overworking and not overtraining my body. But um, somehow, I, you know, just from overtraining and doing that to my body, I was able to, you know, find a balance mm -hmm. between all that. Um, with relationships, you know, um, you know, my, my marriage hasn't suffered. I, I've had, I've gained a lot of really great awesome. relationships and all of awesome. it. I don't, I don't think anything is like, you know, I think that they all, uh, support and everything that I do. Like it. And the relationships of, in your life, do you think that they are, um, a part of what you do in business too? Right. So my friendships, you know, they, I don't really have a lot of friends that are in, you know, into what I do. It's really, and me really too. interesting. I, and I think that that's a big key piece really yeah that's so interesting absolutely. about you I didn't know yeah yeah my yeah, day one and my homies you would think yeah they're not but my husband is and that's great and that's like that's what's really important you know mm -hmm. it's like having your other half and you know he he sometimes has to inspire me to get up and get moving or does we'll he do... like to do the same similar kind of stuff oh that yeah you do? no I've, awesome. I've taught him most of you know that's all right. of it and he used to go to on it a lot so he's picked up a lot of things and boxing and he can cool. hold pads now very he's like cool. at my level and sometimes he surpasses me in certain that's ways that's awesome but you challenge each yeah. other yeah and so yeah really like um we'll do every year we'll do a challenge of like doing a cleanse or like really healthy eating healthy mm -hmm. lifestyle mm -hmm. and because we go on roller coasters right you know um, but yeah, I really like uh, having the discipline, being able to do discipline with him. Yeah. It's really important. And having that at home is so, <laughs> yeah. so and important. Yeah. And, and right? it, you know, Isaac has taught me more about discipline than, any, in, than anybody. And so I yeah. can take what I've learned from that and give it to other people yeah. as well. Train them and teach them how to be disciplined because yeah. it's a hard thing to it do. It really is. And it's a skill. Yeah. But it's also have the balance. You know, I don't yeah. want to stay too disciplined for too yeah. long. I need a little bit of like, you know, yeah. to, and it's a forever, it's a forever journey though, right? Like trying right. to figure out like the balance of right. it all. Right. Cause you're like, man, I'm getting lazy. And then all of a sudden you're like super disciplined <laughs> and you're like, whoa, so you're like, oh, okay. So yeah, then, it's, yeah. It's, it's like, you know, it's never perfect, no, but it's no. not, you know, nothing's lacking too much. Exactly. You know, I wish I, I wish I had more time for still me sugar, but I will when I have the team, you know, Absolutely. I wish I had more time for certain, certain things, but, but we're come. not like, you know, super women, but we are super right. women, but we're not like, you know, can't well, do it all. Right. And that's <laughs> something that I'm trying to learn over the years which I'm still figuring out now it's like it's all right to not always be like on the top of your game 
because that's not sustainable. And if it is, it's not healthy. Right. You know? Yeah. And one thing I would just say is like, yeah, I struggle too. And I, um, you know, I doubt myself and I doubt the work that I do. And I go through funks and, you know, we all do. We're all human. And so I also like to teach in my yoga classes. Like I'll take like a, um, you know, something I'm experiencing in my life, it's just a lesson, a life mm-hmm, lesson, mm-hmm. and just share it with Absolutely. my class and make it like that's what the class is about. Like you can use this as an intention or focus on in your own life. And I think Do you mind sharing an example? I don't know, like... Um, like a personal, like a situation that has happened to you, share right, with the class right. or like... Right. A lesson that you've learned from something you all those all those, all things. those things. So I mean, usually I do just pull from the week of like you know like overtraining or not not giving yourself enough time to work on your body or um, you know um, I don't know just like oh of just acknowledging how hard you are on yourself and giving mm-hmm. yourself a mm-hmm. break you know or and you know, honestly I think that sharing personal stories with other people is what connects you because it's a real truth and, mm-hmm. and, and it shows that you're not uh, such a tough person that you're mm-hmm. not willing to be vulnerable with someone. And and, right. and I think that being vulnerable with someone allows them to relate to you and, right. and it's a human connection, yeah. you know? And I think one problem we all have is now that social media is around, it's like we're always comparing ourselves to others and all this whole judgment things. Like we all experience that, especially because of social media. But I love to keeping myself in check about that and then being able to share everybody else and help them keep themselves in check yeah. because it is something that's really important right now yeah. with this social media shit, you know? It's like, it's it just is, overwhelming, it is, you know? It is, and I think that I don't use social media for personal right. play. Like, right. I look at social media as a very strong business tool, mm-hmm. but because I do that, I don't really have the effects that I see that happen to my right. friends and it's mm-hmm. like, Man, I can't mm-hmm. believe like how much they're going to allow themselves to compare or right. to c- compare lifestyles of right. what like you look like of what you've got to yeah. show on the outside. And I can't imagine because I got into the world of social media when it started to become something. But God, can you imagine growing up in high school? Like, I know, oh, I know. Nonsense. I mean, yeah, no, no. But yeah, I feel like I did conquer that because I did experience that. And so now, you know, to overcome that, I do want to say how inspirational you are about with your work ethic and, and what you put out, the information and people that follow you. It's just because you're just so interesting and fun to listen to. You always have something great to say. Oh, really? <laughs> really? Yeah, I mean... <laughs> sometimes. You're just personality, you know. It really just, you know, it really attracts people to you. And so, oh, man, thank you. Yeah, thank you. you and have, I think... like, a light about you. And, I, and it's, uh, of course, your accent. It just, it's a <laughs> level thing to it. But... Well, right back at you. And I, I don't, obviously don't want to take too much yeah, more of your time. But good. thank you for My being pleasure. here. Thank you for sharing and letting these guys know about your life. But where can they find you? What do you got going on? So Put I, all your stuff okay, out there. I do have two different websites. Um, uh, the main one is my Stillmate Yoga website, um, stillmateyoga.com. And if you want a little bit more about um, deeper bio, I have my Luminous Heart Wellness um, website. Um, it has a little bit of my bio and then my, uh, my schedule on there and uh, my massage prices. And that's luminousheartportal.com. Cool. Portal to my heart. A portal, portal to my website, portal like to my heart. That. And we'll link all of these okay, on this great. episode so great. no one will miss them. And then, you know, I do run like four different things on Instagram. Um, one, my name, Erin Furry. It's two R's. Get it uh, right, people. <laughs> Get it right. Don't make me drop that R. Um, still May Shoga on Instagram. I also run Viking Ninja Women. And then um, I do Still May, still May Swimming as well. As oh, cool. One. But cool. Um, Viking Ninja Women. 
VKNJA. Um, and then obviously on um, Facebook is Erin Furry and Soulmate Shoga. And yeah, um, I have all my online video trainings and things that are happening on my um, Soulmate Shoga account. So cool. and I will give Very you guys cool. an awesome video to show you what I do yes. and how it challenges you. Absolutely. How it would challenge you, yeah. I think. Slowing I'm ready for you, it. like slowing your like I need slowing to slow you down. The down. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I but definitely do. I appreciate you guys having me and oh, man. I'm glad you had some time in Austin and got some magic fury hands. We but... definitely did. We two biggest takeaways from Austin is Aaron's fingers <laughs> and Terry Black's barbecue. <laughs> Terry Bucks, really? Cool. I like, oh no, no, sorry, not Terry Bucks. We did it today. We went to Valentina's. Oh, okay. That was hands awesome. down the best. Bucks. And you tried queso. Yes, I did. Thank <laughs> you. That was Torchy Tacos. Chips and queso. This it's like you, a Texas You know day. what? And Chips we've and been queso. doing it now. Really? Because of what you told me. Yeah. It taught you has been the best so far. I told you. Yeah. Okay. Well, see, a lot of people around outside of Texas don't know about chips and queso, but that's oh, what we do. So tell them what that is before we leave today. So it's just melted cheese with different, like, you know, pico, guacamole. You can put meat in there, but you just dip your chip in there. It's melted cheese. It's amazing. I, I thought everybody knew about queso. I didn't. I well, maybe I've been living under a rock. I really <laughs> have Chips and been. queso is the thing here in Texas. I don't know. Tacos and queso margaritas. Yum. I'm all in. Well, thank you guys so much. Don't forget, you're going to find out all of the information you need to know about Erin right below. And thank you for listening. Thanks, you guys.